Hi everyone. I'm Elizabeth. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, can you can you all hear me and see me? <laughs> yes. This is a trip. I'm in the I'm in the room and there's real people and uh, I can't see you all because <laughs> it's on the side here. Um, but I'm Elizabeth. I'm an alcoholic and um, thank you, Amy, for asking me to uh, share my story. Um, and I'm going to share my experience, strength, and hope. Uh, this month is my birthday month, and I celebrated 11 years on the 1st. Um, and I have three litter mates that are in the room tonight and a good friend that is also in the room tonight and uh, new friends and uh, regular hooligan Zoom friends that I see every night. Um, and so I'm just going to get right into it, what it was like um what happened and what it's like now um i come from alcoholic family um my parents both don't drink but my grandparents drink and um on my mom's side um both of my grandparents died of cirrhosis of the liver um and so my mom chose not to drink uh and when she met my dad my dad chose not to drink so I grew up in a house where there was no alcohol, um, but there was uh, a lot of like alcoholic behavior and alcoholic thinking uh, in my house. Um, and so for my family, it was kind of like, don't talk about things, don't, don't mention things, just kind of pretend things aren't happening and um, then everything will be okay. Um, and, um, I'll mention my aunt Alice. Um, so I have this aunt Alice and she's kind of wild and, uh, we would have big, um, gatherings and aunt Alice would get trashed and aunt Alice would get her and uncle Joe would like start fighting. And I was like, Oh my God, I love aunt Alice. She's so cool. Um, and I would later turn into aunt Alice, a little, uh, hooligan train wreck. Um, and before I had alcohol, I was always, uh, had an alcoholic mind. Um, and, um, when I was five and I'm weird as fuck, if you know me in real life, I'm just a weirdo. Um, and I remember being around five and I would raise my hands in the air and I would be out in nature and I was like, I feel God. And my mom, and I would cry cause I did, I thought I felt God. And my mom would be like, don't do that. You're embarrassing me. And so I was like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I can't do that. So, um, I kind of like tried to be as normal as I possibly could, but I was always weird. Um, and I had these grandiose plans. Like, um, I met my best friend in seventh grade and, um, she actually was the first one to introduce me to alcohol. We were in this barn and she goes, you want to try some red wine? And Something's I happened to you with the mic there. Okay. I can barely hear you all of a sudden. Oh no. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's happening, but. I don't know either. Do you... Okay. I think the mic is tied to the camera. Okay. Um, I'll just keep on going. So I had red wine for the first time and I was like a little baby vampire tasting blood for the first time. And um, I wanted more. I remember wanting more. 
uh, and that would later be kind of the story of my life. How is that audio? Is it better? It's good. Thank you. Okay. Better. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Um, let's see. And so then after that, I knew something was up. So I, um, I figured if I married a pastor's son that I, I would be helped. <laughs> And so I decided to go to a private Christian school, um, and everyone there, oh, okay, flashback a little bit. So then I decided to get into acid before, so I was 15, and I loved Pink Floyd the Wall, and uh, I got really into acid and pot, and I just loved it, Um, but and then I was like, well, I need to marry a pastor's son. So then I decided to go to a private Christian school. I went there, um, but everyone thought I was wild because I wore red lipstick. Um, but I really wasn't that wild. I, I just had, um, I don't know. Uh, but so then uh, I thought if I find true love, then I'm going to, um, it'll be help me. Because I felt sick inside my soul. Um and um also in my family there was incest so that's another thing this is separate but i'll get to the healing part of that um that was one of the things that my family was like don't talk about it just pretend it doesn't happen and when i was 16 i mentioned to my mom that things were going on and she was just like swept it under the rug and that was really um my first um man, um, like the first time I felt like I don't matter because if I mattered, something would have gotten done about it. And, um, so then I, I was on this rabbit hunt of like, um, trying to help ease my, my sadness and my pain. Um, and so I went to college (laughs) that, that plan didn't work out. I, I, um, Loved someone so much. He looked like Jesus, but he, he did not. Was not Jesus. He had long hair. Was like, but he broke my heart. And I remember I loved him so much. I wrote this song, and um, one of the lines was, "I would have stayed in the shadows just to see you shine," because I just loved him so so much. And um, when my heart got broken, I was like, "Fuck it." And so then I I drank alcoholically from the age of 24 to 30. And um, I got really into martinis. um, And at this point, I was just like, I watched a lot of Sex in the City. (laughs) So I just like was like, I'll have some martinis. And I love to have five apple martinis to start off. And then um, pretty much I was a, a... balls to the walls kind of gal if you asked me if you wanted if I wanted to go drink in my mind like a Pink Floyd song came on and I was like take it away I was like yeah we're gonna go to the edge and beyond and these gals were just you know going for happy hour <laughs> so I learned right away oh shit uh if I liked someone I didn't go I didn't go out with them because I could kind of get mean too because when I was like that little baby vampire I always wanted more um and so um 
if I liked you, I didn't drink with you. And I would get mean. I'd say nasty things. I'd be like, you're going to die alone and no one's going to marry you. <laughs> and basically, I would push people away so that way they would let me drink the way I wanted to. I just wanted to get trashed, <laughs> obliterated, destroyed. Like, uh, So that's the kind of gal I was. Um, and the year before I stopped drinking, I would do these really expensive change your life courses and um my coach in there was like well maybe you could consider going to AA uh and I was like that's nice I'd never heard of AA before and um I would go on these big weekends and then I couldn't process the stuff so then I would get trashed um and then around this time, I got hired at a cute little place that I still work at. And one of the cute little workers there is here tonight. And I won't say names. Um, <laughs> but I got this job and it helped ground me. Um, but I tried AA for 14 days um, the year before I got sober. I went to Northland. I tried it. And then I said, fuck it. And on, on uh, Halloween... Little old me went out, got trashed. I got arrested and I had no bottoms on because I was like, a, I was a tinkler. So like I would pee my pants. And so I think I peed my pants and I just threw the little dress somewhere. But so when I got pulled over, I had no pants on. Um, so I went to jail. Uh, I had no shoes on. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's so mortifying. Um, and... <laughs> so basically then the whole year I tried on my own, tried on my own, tried and it didn't work. And then my last night out, I before I was to work, I um I figured I'll stop at the Saxon pub and have a margarita. And I I ended up not getting to work. Um uh, there was someone that was kind of in love with me and he came and helped me and I was just I knew I was just a mess and uh he was like you know I want to marry you and I would like you to have my children and I was like oh my god this guy has no hair and I don't know if I'm I'm a mess you know and that night I went to uh Westlake and I have been sober ever since and um when they said um may you find him now I remember I started crying and I knew that I wanted to find whatever that was. I wanted to find it now. And I I just surrendered. And so I heard people, um, someone said, go to Bolden. And the, you're a little weird, so maybe you'll fit in over there. So I, I went to Bolden. And I just planted myself like a little seed. Um, and I'm going to kind of share what, what has worked for me. Um, and can someone tell me what time it is, just so? 7.20. Okay, good. Because I don't like to take the whole time. I like to hear from you all. So um, I will share some experience, strength, and hope now. Um, they said go to 90 meetings in 90 days. And I did 90 meetings in 90 days. Um, the first three months, I did not have a sponsor. Um, and I will share something because <laughs> I was sick. So I figured if I'm going to invest time with someone, it needs to be the cutest boy in the room. 
And so I did. I asked the cutest boy in the room. I was like, will you be my sponsor? And he was like, I've not done the steps. And I said, that's fine. We can do the steps together. And he was like, I got to pray about it and ask my sponsor. And he ended up being, he's one of my dearest littermate friends. Um, and I didn't realize he liked boys. I had no radar. <laughs> um, so he's my good friend. And um, I got a sponsor that, that night. And she led me through the steps. She met me at OPA. We went through all the steps, one step a week. Um, I let her guide me. Um, she, um, she just, she would say more will be revealed. And so for me, my experience is I just allowed her to guide me through each of the steps. I got kind of stuck on step six, but she pushed me right along and she said more will be revealed. And it's so true. Um, and now I, I do the steps every single year and not everyone does that, but I, I like to have that experience. Um, so my first, um, experience with step one, I remember, um, the first 30 days were really hard and, um, I would pray on my knees in the shower and that really helped. I introduced myself to (laughs) to God. And I was like, hello, I'm Elizabeth and I need help. And that worked. And I now have a relationship with that same thing that I have built a beautiful, 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 loving relationship. Um, and then for step two, uh, she had me write an old idea of God, new idea. And so the qualities of the old one was mean and, and kind of like rude a little bit and kind of sneaky. Um, And the new one is the same one I have now. It's kind, loving, spacious, creative, uh, beautiful, artistic, loving, um, same, the same God. Um, And now it's good with numbers because I do my finances with with that God. So I want it to like be good with numbers. Um, And then so step three. I, the longer I'm sober, the more I trust the process. So I 100% trust the process. Um, and step four, when I got there, it was awesome to get such freedom from all my skeletons, um, all of my sadness. I was able to put it on paper. I did do the best I could. I, it, it wasn't a long four step, but it was really thorough. Um, and she helped me to see what my part was in my childhood and I didn't have a part in my trauma stuff but I had a part in how I can close down and shut people out and withdraw and um, I have a responsibility to in this now stay open and not allow my triggers to um, be nasty to people in the now so that was powerful Um, sharing with her uh, that my past, my the incest, and then um, I later did a specific therapy around that EMDR, which it's like more gets revealed. I I now have ninety percent, ninety five percent of that trauma is cleared uh, because of EMDR. And um, step six, I was trying to remove my own defects. And one thing I've learned in this program is some of my most embarrassing things are my medicine. So it's what helps me to help other women uh, have self-esteem. Like I was so embarrassed to find out I have low self or I had low self-esteem. 
and I was, um, you know, every year a new feature pops up. <laughs> so I'm glad they don't all come at the same time. Um, but let's see. So uh, she kept pushing me along. Step eight, I just wrote the list of who I thought. And I owed money to people. And that was my biggest fear. I was like, fuck, I owed uh, Dorota. I owed her $300. And um, when I did my step nine... What I realized was she said, it's not about the money. It's that you would bring strange people to the house when you were drunk. And so she felt used. And so that nine step experience was very powerful. To, it's like playing tennis. It's like you throw the ball over and then sometimes the ball comes and hits you right back in the face. So you never know. And sometimes they're sweet about it. They'll hand you the ball back, you know, which is cute when that happens. But this friend was like, I don't want people like you in my life. And so my living amends to her is I don't, I don't have her in my life. But now I'm a great friend. I'm a living amends as a friend. I show up for birthdays. I remember little gifts. I, I show up to important things. Weddings. <laughs> um, you know, just cute things like that. Uh, I'm a good friend now. Um, but higher power helped me um, with that. Um, and then step nine, step 10, I use a cute little app. Um, and I just keep my shit clean. I like, uh, I I'm graded on there and I like the app cause it's, it just helps me. It's like two minutes, but when I get a low score, it makes me laugh cause I don't collapse my worth with the, the score. Um, but that question, were you kind and loving toward all? I'm not. I don't always like everyone, and I'm I'm kind of a turd sometimes. So I'm a work in progress. Um, and step eleven. Oh my God, that's my favorite. But I can't rely on step eleven. But I do have oracle cards that I use, and I I ask higher power to uh, have me be a heart of service. Um, and I connect with spirit every day through nature. And for those of you in the room, that little dog is like my everything. And he's a huge part of my story. Um, year five, I got this other dog named Alex, and I might cry. Um, I adopted him after his mom died, and um, he was my best friend's son. And I was the best mom to him because I was sober. So I gave him five years of an amazing life. And uh, he's now one of my primary spirit guides. <laughs> he's probably peeing on my face right now. <laughs> and that's fine. And, and this little guy came into my life. Another elder friend of mine couldn't walk him anymore. And he, I've known him for three years and he's five. And so now he's my my son. He's he's my son, and uh, he's he's wonderful. Um, and so I get to show up as a great dog mom. And um, you know, for step twelve, I do sponsor women. I actively have a sponsor. I actively uh, sponsor five women, and I love sponsoring. It's kind of fun. Like five is my sweet spot. Um, I like meeting with people. I like going through the steps. We do the traditions too. Um, and then one of them is going through the concepts, which is kind of a snooze, but it's so cute. It's beautiful. It's very deep and magical. Um, and, um, service is just amazing. So, um, 
more is always getting revealed. Um, I would say, uh, you know, if you're new, just plant yourself like a little seed and pick a home group and just let, um, let it kind of unfold. Definitely get a sponsor, let them guide you through the steps. Um, and you know, I love zoom. So I'm a little bit of a zoom hooligan and I, (laughs) I do the afternoon delight. I'll hop on the Western trails, 1030. If I'm up, I go to the 8am. I do a noon and I'm a gardener. So I, I can zoom all day. I know not everyone has access to zoom all day, (laughs) but I love it. And it just, it feeds my soul. I like to be part of the community of AA. Um, and I keep coming back because it's, there's so much healing here. Like I feel like as a soul, um, the steps have helped me. My spiritual awakening is just to be a regular old human. I try to have a full tank of gas. I take care of my car. I take care of my friends. Um, I make sure to eat semi-healthy. I do love a good hot Cheeto, um, a hot Cheeto puff. <laughs> Those are my the one thing that is like kind of questionable. But I still love them. Like I, I'm not gonna judge those <laughs> hot Cheeto puffs. Um, but I mainly try to eat right. And um, you know, I uh, I look forward to hearing your experience, strength, and hope. And I hope that if you're new, um, you just keep coming back. And if you're old and crunchy, that's when you come back too, because you want to stay soft. Like I always want to stay soft and. Um, Thank you, Amy, for asking me. It's been a trip. It's kind of weird to be here and there. It's kind of magical. <laughs> so I look forward to hearing what you have to share, every Zoomers and in-persons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.